You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Welcome to Growlix Nights, the Growlix Podcast Live Show. I'm Randy. I'm Melanie. And I'm Jesse. Tonight, we're going to talk about the newest Wolverine movie, Reminiscence. That's what that was, right? And <laughs> and uh, all the Spider-Mans. We're just gonna, there's going to be all the Spider-Mans. They're going to point at each other like a meme, and we're going to talk about it. Yeah. Ooh. But first, what's going on, you two? Not much. Almost nothing at all. Right. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, by the way, hey, Savannah, shout out to our $10 patrons. I always say it wrong. I always call them our Patreons, and that's not, they're our patrons over on patreon.com slash garlics podcast. Savannah is a cat dancer. She's at the cat dancing tier in which she gets a shout out every episode. Uh, and she said, oh, that's out. I'm so curious about that. She said she watched the Bob Ross documentary on Netflix. That's right. That was out, what, yesterday, maybe. Yesterday or today that came out. I'm curious about it, it, too, because I've had I've had students do, uh, like, papers and, and presentations on Bob Ross so many times that I'm like, okay, shock me. What, what did you, what yeah. could you possibly tell me that some, some college kid hasn't already told me? But, right. Well, yeah. Savannah says it, it makes you love Bob more, but not want to buy any of his art stuff. And yeah, that's, that's okay. Yeah. It's all about, yeah, the intellectual property and the company uh-huh. that actually owns the rights to Was Bob it Hobby Lobby. I think Hobby Lobby owns it because they were trying to sell Bob Ross style art classes forever. No, well, no, it's then they had a deal with the company. I mean, the rights holders are very enterprising and smart. Um, but like not his family and kind of, and their deal prevented his son from doing art stuff. And it's like, how does that, that sucks. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a whole deal. Bob Ross Inc. Yeah. They own mm. his likeness and his name. And because of that, like his son couldn't get involved with, couldn't like do anything that would be seen as competing. It's like, dude, he's yeah. a different person. But he's, and he's, an, yeah, he's his own person. And he's an artist. How is he he's just not allowed to live? You know, I don't understand. Um, Paul. Hi, Paul. Oh, man. Wow. Yeah. He says F Bob Ross. Yeah, I said it. I don't know why. You're on the wrong side of history, man. That's Everybody Bob loves Ross. Bob Ross. <laughs> yeah, he made friends with a squirrel. Come on. Yeah. yeah. And every tree he ever painted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and no one could right- beat a brush like Bob Ross. Just... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Just got the paint thinner out of there. Yeah. There, there's a good Steve. Hey, wow. Steve. Steve. What's going on? Steve, Steve doesn't trust Bob Ross. He doesn't trust that man. Too mellow. I, I get that. I get that. So I've, enc- I've encountered that recently. Somebody that's just like, they're too zen and it makes me suspicious. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, listen, he was a, uh, like a drill sergeant or something. He was in the army. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm assuming he just, he worked all that out. And, well, I mean, like, that's why he did, got into the painting. He didn't want to ever do that again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, 
Also, off the top real quick, I want to mention, I think I mentioned it last week. <laughs> Paul and Steve have got... Uh, they've got conspiracy theories going on. They really do. They I don't do know what's trust, going on here. They do not trust him at all. <laughs> do you think he has the body of some happy little trees in his closet? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I mentioned it last week at the right. end of the episode. Um, maybe I didn't, but uh, we're currently streaming using StreamYard, and I'm going to try switching away from StreamYard for a little bit going forward. So... We will continue doing the live streams, but they'll look different. And I don't know. I put that on. I turned off my sound, didn't I? <laughs> it's more dramatic if you did. Wow. I did. I I don't get, uh, you know, do not disturb. Doesn't really apply to certain things, I guess. Anyway. So, yeah, anyway, the, the streams going forward will look a little different. I don't know. Maybe we'll, you will have to pick one platform specifically to stream on. I don't know what it's going to be. We'll oh, see wow. what happens. Point is, there's going to be some changes. Uh, and mainly because if you're a p- listener of the podcast audio after the fact, you know that our audio for some time now has sucked real bad. And uh, so I need to figure out a better solution for recording it. Um, and I think getting rid of stream la- StreamYard is part of that right now. Anyway, that's a little inside baseball, but kind of a heads up. Yep. It's going to be exciting new frontiers. Which means we'll probably just stream to Facebook because everyone that's commenting tonight is on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Facebook is that's where all our comments come from. Once in a while, we'll get we'll get the we'll get Maddie D in both Facebook and Twitch as his Mm -hmm. alternate personality. Uh, By the way, what's up, Maddie D listening in the future in audio? Um, Jesse, you been watching or reading anything? I know you've been busy, but you've been, uh, you, you said you were reading something. Maybe? Uh, I, the only thing that I read recently and not even recently, uh, but you know, the last thing I read and I don't think I've talked about it on here was, uh, the, was it masters of the universe revelation comic book? I read the first issue and the second issue is out, but I haven't had a chance to read it yet. Um, and it's interesting and it gives you more. Gives you more He-Man for everybody that's mad. So if you're mad, there's the comic book. Mm-hmm. A new thing mad. to get mad at. You mean Don't He-Man's be actually in it? He's in it. Yeah. And he goes back in time. Spoilers mm-hmm. for a comic. And uh, he sees stuff from the past because he went back in time. Mm-hmm. I don't want to well, spoil that- too much. Uh, I mean, but it okay. does give you, it does give you some insights. Um, I suppose if they had released this before the show, it probably would have spoiled some things for the show. Like, cause you get to see context on more people that are in the show. Do you think, do you think it sold very well? This tie in comic? The, like, at, Oh, like the money. Did you just look it up? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was just <laughs> asking. Wow. You're just, a ninja. Did you I just, just wonder did you just low key? Like, I know the numbers on that. Um, I don't know. I mean, I assume that it sold pretty well because they did a lot of um, variant covers because that's the thing, you know? Right. Uh, yeah. And they had Mike Mignola did uh, a bunch of Masters of the Universe covers. And I, I'm laughing already because I know how Paul feels about his work, especially on uh, He-Man stuff. So he's not a huge fan. Spoilers. 
Uh, Paul says the first book was awesome. He's waiting on the second book to arrive. Um, so, yeah, I was just curious because we had talked about a f- several weeks ago when we were talking about the Netflix series and all the backlash uh, that the review bombing and the every it seems like everyone hates it doesn't matter to Netflix because mm-hmm. that very loud uh, voicing is definitely from a uh, vocal minority and of the fan base really. And the people that like w- actually watched it, the, the fan base is probably just a tiny percentage of the people that actually watched it on Netflix. Netflix wasn't concerned about that backlash, but I'm wondering, you know, the, the Joe Schmoes, the regular people aren't necessarily going to run out and pick up a tie in comic book. Right. So by dark, just, by dark horse. Are you sure? <laughs> I just wonder it's not if, even Marvel. Yeah. Like what kind of, uh, if that like backlash, that percentage of dissatisfied people, um, like how that translates to the comic sales. Yeah. I hadn't heard. I hadn't heard. It must be okay. At least by industry standards or else it probably would have already, you know, been canceled. If they were just losing money on it, I don't think they would finish it. And like I said, the second issue is out. I could download it on Comixology, so they're still they're still continuing it at least. So, are you saying that most comic book fans are um, white men that get angry about these changes that they? I'm not. I'm not implying (laughs) anything. I'm just saying that some people. Well, that's why I asked because I feel like that's (laughs) you know the Netflix series isn't limited to the comic book reading demographic. Right. Right. Um, that said, or are the people that typically get that mad about all these things, the, the SJWing of everything and all that, do they still just buy and watch this stuff anyway? Because they want to like be mad. They want to hate, watch it, hate, read this comic. You know, <laughs> I wonder if it's almost, I, I, think, it's, I think it's just That's like a Pokemon. YouTube video right there. Yeah. I think it's like Pokemon and they just have to have them all, even if they don't like them, you know, We'll get into we'll get into this a little bit. We're going to talk about not a uh, we're going to talk about what if a little bit. Melanie and I have only watched the first two episodes, and Jesse, I think you said you only watched the first one. But yep. the fact that they chose the first one to be the first one makes me think, man, these companies know what's going to make that audience mad, and they just lean hard into it. It's mm-hmm. like we were talking about with uh, Masters Universe Revelation. The fact that Netflix split part one and part two, which was not like the show creators plans, they split it into those parts. I was like, that's strategic. They know at the end of part one. Outrage. Outrage. Yep. Mm -hmm. And outrage will get them in the news and then people will be like, oh, I have to check out the controversy. (laughs) Paul. Okay. For future Matt listening, Sir Matty of the McD, uh, he says, and where's Matthew while a comic book talk is happening? Yeah, I, we're actually talking about a book that you could read. It's weird. With your I don't know how I feel about eyes. it. <laughs> <laughs> With your eyes, yeah. Um, Braille, if you'd rather. I suppose. <laughs> do they do they really have comic books in Braille? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Wow. I feel like the visual aspect would be. Yeah, I mean, they have to have raised, raised pictures. I'd assume, or you know, I'm like right. a little bit, but still, I don't know. Yeah. Braille Pro novelizations plot. of comic book arcs. Is that a thing? Because that should be a thing. Uh, it really those, should be. 
like comic book, I, you know, it depends what, what you're reading and what you're reading it for. The visual aspect is a big part of the appeal, but man, some of those stories are real good and they're worth, they're worth being told as simply a story without the visual aspect too. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about the world of Braille. So, um, there's maybe that's a thing that exists already. If not, it was our idea. We want money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, give us money. I'm, I'm kidding. I can't see it happening. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, what else we've been watching or consuming lately? Uh, Melanie and I. I know we keep bringing it up, but we finally finished Harley Quinn, the animated series. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, we just finished season two. Uh, season three. Season three is happening, but. Uh, as far as I could find, there's not a set date yet. Mm-hmm. Late this year, early next year. Um, it's great. Yeah. The show is great. I know I've been kind of saying it for a couple weeks now since we've been watching it. But if I'm glad there's a season three. But unlike the end of season one, if it ended here, it's actually a pretty satisfying, like, complete arc, mm-hmm. I think. I agree. Um, it, had a, it was a solid ending. S- and season two is interesting thinking i feel like season season two is a little reeled in compared to season one and not necessarily like they had to like tone it down but i feel like season one was intentionally way over the top with the violence and the language and the adult stuff because you know it's like whoa we could do adult stuff and it's not that some of that's not there there's the violence and language in season two but i feel like season two is like they Many of the characters are much more defined and it just becomes almost sitcom, like focus on the characters. I mean, there's overarching arc. It's not reset every episode or anything, but the focus becomes more about characters and relationships than just mm-hmm. like a uh, big adult humor. So it's, that's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when uh, HBO first launched, uh, Game of Thrones, and it was just like, we're going to do all of the stuff that's in the right. books. The nudity, the violence, the more nudity. Mm-hmm. Well, that first episode of Harley Quinn, it, like the opening scene, the, they throw so many F-bombs. Like Harley Quinn and Joker both throw out so many F-bombs. It, it sounds like a, like, a, like a teen, like a young teen who's just like trying to be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like the show kind of grows out of that a little bit mm-hmm. they do there's one word they bleep um, oh my the grolics did they there's what one they word did. they grolics uh that was kind of a recurring thing during the first season which i appreciated it was humorous but yeah otherwise it's you know and i love i i love the uh weird places that they take some of the characters to that you just wouldn't expect them to be and it's very interesting and fun uh, Paul asks, have you seen the promos for Last Man on FX? Are, are you talking about why the Last why Man? The last... I'd seen one, the first promo they released. I haven't seen any further ones, but he says he asked because it looks like uh, it might be Last Man on Earth, but modern. Did we um, Did we review that trailer? We talked about we it. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I, it might have been brief, but yeah, yeah we talked probably. about it. I mean, I'll just reiterate that it looks awesome. I mean... It, I'm glad they're doing it as a TV series and not as a movie because I, I mm-hmm. thought they were talking about making it a movie, and I don't know how you do that. Mm-hmm. Sir Matty of the McD. What's going on? That's his name now, I decided. 
<laughs> oh, I debated on Sir Sir Maddie of the Double D's, but we'll go with McD. Yeah. What's up, Matt? Tuning in from YouTube. Wow. What? That's a lonely place over there. <laughs> <laughs> um Hey. Yes. Is there anything else we've been since Matt's there? I don't know how long he'll be sticking around. Uh, we'll segue into uh, some Spider-Mans in a moment. Anything else you guys want to talk about before we do? No. Okay. Well, since Matt's here, that reminds me, Matt sent me an email, and I'm going to read little pieces of it, if that's okay. I'm, I'm assuming some of this is for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was asking about the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer, which mm-hmm. I'm sure everyone has seen. In fact, uh, it shattered view records, so everyone's seen it multiple times some people saw it before we saw it because it was leaked it was leaked and i did not see the like the leaked version i didn't either it was leaked and then it seems like like they released the official one at a weird time it seems like screw it just put it out (laughs) type deal yeah Mm -hmm. um but it has been viewed according to a report from deadline the trailer has been viewed 355.5 million times in the first 24 hours, which demolished the previous record uh, of 289 million views, which was for Avengers Endgame trailer. So I think it's weird that they keep track of trailer views like it's like box office or something. And, you know, they're like, this has the most views ever. It doesn't surprise me that the companies or the marketing would be interested in that they love marketing loves analytics um and data if if, yeah Yeah. and if something if a trailer gets 355 million views that's a good indication that there's some hype built up for it um Mm -hmm. on the flip side or if the comment section is a horrible cesspool then maybe it's an indication of that people are not happy about it but i don't that's does not seem to be the case here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so let's talk about the trailer. Uh, here's what Matt had to say. Doctor Strange is in it. He loves this version <laughs> of Doctor Strange. He's really digging that this might be one of the events that really pushes the Phase Four multiverse storyline. Yeah, I mean, all their stuff, all their, all, they're all. I mean, WandaVision less so, and okay, maybe not everything because uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, not so much, but between that, uh, between Loki and this, and the next Doctor Strange is the multiverse of madness thing. Like, mm-hmm. they're really, oh, and what if? They're really embracing. And yeah. I mentioned what if, even though it's animated, because they are clearly, you know, playing on the established cinematic universe. All right. They basically have done like trimmed down versions of movies already. Just like, Oh, here's the here's the tweaks, but it's basically the same movie you've seen, mm-hmm. only with this character in charge. Doctor Strange's okay. Doctor Strange's hair looks weird in the trailer. I think it looks a little wiggy. It looks fake, but also <laughs> like, what's up with his outfit? He's he's in like sweats and a hoodie, but he's well, I mean still like, like the cape, his, of course. Like the it. the Sanctum Sanctorum is like just like ice. Right, yeah. like it's just like, wow. Hmm. That's weird. what happens when you break a 
Infinity Stone, I guess. Like, do, like what happened there? Like, right. do we have an Infinity Stone now, or like, is the Eye of Bagamoto mm-hmm. just not even a thing? Like, I don't, I don't understand what's happening. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna skip number two for a moment. Uh, his third point: he he really likes Tom Ho- uh, Holland's portrayal of Peter and Spidey. Mm-hmm. Definitely captures the feel of the character. Uh, captures the feel for the character that I've read in the past. I kind of love his Spider-Man. He might be the best Spider-Man, live-action Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I I do like just overall. This this trailer does feel the most Spider-Man of all the Spider-Man movies we've gotten from the MCU. Not that they haven't been good. I've enjoyed them all, but they've all been so Iron Man heavy that you, you lose Spidey's a little bit, just a smidge, because he's always mm-hmm. got like some crazy Iron Man tech or something. It was like, right. that's the thing about Spider-Man. He's essentially a guy in tights with some fancy web shooters and some superpowers. I mean, like, I'm trying, <laughs> trying to make him sound so down to earth. It's like, it's just a guy. He's just a man in the world. Just in, a regular man with spider <laughs> powers. Busiest city in the United States with some superpowers and some web shooters. He's a man. <laughs> the regular everyday Joe. Spider Man. That's why it's part of his name. He's just a Spider Man <laughs> doing what a Spider Man can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Spin a web. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was uh, what was I about him? Oh, just in general about the trailer. Like the Spider Man movies, I remember being super disappointed with the first Sam Raimi Spider Man movie. I don't know why. I've revisited it. It's it's not bad. But it lacked, you know, I was like, that's before I was like more aware of comic stuff. Um, but I was like, Sam Raimi, evil dead Sam Raimi. This is going to be right. awesome. And then it's sure. very like stylistically, it's very kind of, it's, it's what it should be. It's just a big budget, you know, mm-hmm. um, pretty well done superhero movie. Spider-Man 2 though. Yes. All you need to do is give me a little bit of Sam Raimi uh, crazy camera like that doc ock uh, that horror scene in there the doc ock yeah. arms attacking those doctors so good pure sam raimi and in general like i think it is just a better movie it's more interesting yeah. um and the third one's whatever <laughs> yeah but then the, the, like the andrew garfield ones i watched the first one i was like this is not great i never watched the second one so i've never like i didn't I totally know. hate the first one but then the second one happened and i was like i don't even like the first one now at all <laughs> Retroactively. <laughs> yeah, retroactively, it's bad. It's all bad. Yeah, I didn't care for the first one, so I didn't even bother with the second one. But so, like, I never really thought of myself as like I'm not one of the like hardcore Spider-Man fans or anything, especially when it comes mm-hmm. to the movies. But watching this trailer, I was like, I'm kind of a sucker for these these current Spider-Man movies. I, I don't know why. I I love them. I made I've made Melanie watch the other two, even though I'm. It's definitely not her speed. I think it's I think it's the British. They make thing they when they pretend to be American, it makes things much funner or something. Or much more fun, excuse me. <laughs> Andrew Garfield's the same thing though. All of the actors now are or at least the superhero ones, almost all of them are foreign. Foreigners taking her jobs. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> those those foreign English actors coming over here taking our superhero jobs. Where do they get off? <laughs> Probably in New York, because that's an international airport. 
They're just man. They're just men. Usually. Mm-hmm. In tights. Tight yeah. tights. Yeah. <laughs> With superpowers. They're just Spider-Man. <sighs> Paul says, I wonder if we get Emo Parker in this new movie. Get a dance-off between him and Zemo. I mean, Tobey Maguire has got to be too old to pull that off. He was too old to pull that off in the movie he did it in. Mm. There's no age in which he could pull that off. (laughs) There's also a weird, and I don't know, maybe it's like for the the actor, but there's a weird anti-Tobey Maguire uh, Spider-Man general feel I get from a lot of people online. Hmm. Man, Tobey Maguire I thought was great, at least at the beginning. I mean... It's debatable that third, like the character in the third Spider-Man movie, but he seemed like a pretty good casting at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he was fine. And people, in retrospect, kind of hate on it, but it, that seems I don't know strange to me. It's so he funny. More age appropriate to what I kind of considered Spider-Man, where he's young enough, where he doesn't really have a, like good footing in the world, but he's out of high school or at least getting out of high school going into college like he's not a teen mm-hmm. right and maybe th- that's from the 90s animated series i have that concept of not teen spider-man but sure more of college age yeah. uh, peter parker who knows the lizard as his professor or whatever but tom holland i think is a good so andrew garfield seemed too young to me or at least they were trying to play him too young maybe that's mm-hmm. why it didn't work he doesn't seem quite young enough but Tom Tom Holland's fine. He's just he pulls so it off. Overly believe it. Yeah, that it yeah. doesn't matter. It's fine. He could be teenage Spider Man. It works. I also like that they actually gave him a like a Bronx accent at first. Like when we first met Peter, he kind of had a little bit of New York accent to him, and I was like, oh, I forgot about that because we've never had it. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh yeah, he lives in the Bronx. He would have an accent. And that would play into his er- interaction with uh, Cap. So, mm. um, okay. So, well, let's let's get into the good stuff, though. I, I was putting it off. Uh, Matt says we get the makings of a sinner. Oh, he's he's theor- here's here's his theory. His cons- his not so conspiracy conspiracy theory. Uh, we get the makings of a sinister sinister six story. We get Doc Ock, a hint at Green Goblin. And he says he's stretching a little for the next two, but you know what, Matt? I've seen this. I've seen lots of people comment this exact thing. Possibly a Sandman and Electro. Uh, he said he's speculating that only because uh, the trailer shows what seems like a, a sandstorm mm-hmm. and lightning bolts. And I've seen other people mention specifically a very yellow lightning bolts, kind of how they portrayed Electro, I think yellow, in the last, uh, in the second Andrew Garfield movie. Um, and I didn't think much about it during the trailer, but like people post stills and like, oh, yeah, well, like when it's not just chaos, that does mm-hmm. look like s- sand blowing around. So it makes. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, but I bet they don't have a spider pig. Probably not. Yeah, we're some spider. But I mean, multiverse, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Spider pig. Spider pig. It's something okay so the trailer the the i mean the doc ock is the obvious the one that like mm-hmm. you're like oh they're really doing that they're really doing that yeah well yeah can't um, refute that one yeah and he looks a little weird but they had 
they have to de-age him a little bit because it's been like 15, 16, 18 years, something like that since he was Doc Ock. Um, but last time we saw him was in Frankenstein's monster, Frankenstein. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, the thing I noticed though, and I don't know if this has been confirmed or not. I kind of hope it is. Hopefully it's not a sound like, but when you see the green goblin little bomb thing bouncing on the ground, mm -hmm. that's a Willem Dafoe laugh or a little, uh, whatever. I can't do it. <laughs> I'm not going to attempt it again. <laughs> Stop asking. <laughs> But he does like that cackly, that little thing. Uh huh. Pure, pure Willem Dafoe. Yeah, and he seemed like, like I've seen uh, an interview with him about it, and he seemed to love it. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if he'd come back to play a little right. bit. Right. Yeah, because he's talked about it. He, he because he agreed. Like Spider Man was before all movies were superhero movies, so it still had that like tinge of uh, his other prestigious Hollywood actors would be like, what are you, what, why are you doing that Spider-Man movie? And It'd be great if they threw some Disney money at his costume, though. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Well, well, I mean, you could have him in there and he could just do voiceover, really. I mean, it'd be a little disappointing really, yeah. if he's in the movie not to see his face, but um, but also, he hasn't aged, he looks the same all the time. <laughs> it's true, yeah. <laughs> uh... When you have that much character in your face it's just always been there his face went to juilliard <laughs> it's acting so here's the other interesting okay two things i thought two like potential negatives is when the trailer started i was like man they like i get it but they always have to team him up with something he's like the, they he always has not that not that strange is coming across in the trailer as like a, the mentor role but he's got to have that somebody like it's either Tony Stark or uh, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, Samuel L. Jackson. I can't remember the character's name. Oh, Fury. Yeah. Fury. Um, or, or happy <laughs> or happy or yeah, which is fine. I get that. Like he's a young kid and he doesn't, that's his whole thing. Like he lives with his aunt May. He, he doesn't have that uh, male figure. Um, but it's, it's interesting that they, you know, they got to pair him again with, uh, prominent superhero in the rest of the Marvel universe, but that's fine. I mean, I'm kind of there for it because, uh, Peter and, and Dr. Strange, they cross paths all the time. So it's kind of fun to see this happen in a, on the big screen because there's, there's just no, there's just so much Spider-Man and Dr. Strange out there. So, and that dynamics fun because, yeah, Peter and, and Doctor Strange, they're just not the same kind of people, you know? Mm -hmm. Even in this, it's interesting because, yeah, I mean, Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange is he's kind of a D-bag. He's, he's, he's oh, a yeah. Remember his movie? He was awful in that. He's he was, a jerk. He was yeah. unlikable the whole way. So, like, almost more so, like, Tony Stark is brash and arrogant, but, uh, you know, he's still... It has a heart and stuff, right? Not that Strange doesn't, but Strange just doesn't seem to care about anybody, and he doesn't right. care to hide the fact that he just doesn't care. Well, he's a doctor, and doctors are good at being uh, at shutting shutting off uh, the emotional detached. side. Yeah. yeah, he's a surgeon at that. Right. Okay, so uh, some of Paul's comments are tying into Maddie D's next point. This should oh, we used to do a recurring segment, which was basically just Matt's emails. <laughs> Right. I was going to say, right. this is like a new segment. 
and a list episode in one. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, Matt says it's the it's the multiverse. Okay, so Loki series flat out told us there's multiverse. WandaVision saw a way to warp reality to someone's thoughts, which is a little like a little like uh, creating a multiverse reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, he submits Doctor Who's episode left turn from the Doctor Donna season as an example of reality changing on someone's whim. Okay, yeah, that's plus the next Doctor Strange and Ant Man has multiverse or a hint of that in the titles. Yeah, I mean they're definitely. Mm-hmm. rolling into that um and paul is saying there are rumors of deadpool and kingpin as in netflix ser- you know portrayed by the netflix deadpool? series actors i mean daredevil obviously. daredevil not deadpool okay. I'm sorry like, i mean they could just throw him in anything but like that would mm-hmm. be a little too much for this uh you know some what what's uh d'onofrio and charlie cox that's his name yes mm-hmm. there's rumors that they're now to make appearances in here. Um, what about a spider buggy, though? There better be a spider buggy. No, here's what there better be, because the other big rumor, and I feel like I've seen things that are like, it's leaked or p- set pictures of everyone in their costumes, and I'm like, I don't know, you know, whatever. But the other, t- the other two Spider-Mans, right? Uh, Tobey Maguire, there's rumors that it's going to be Tony M- Tobey Maguire and uh, you know, Jerry Maguire. He's going to be like, you complete, sorry, Toby Maguire and <laughs> show me the money. Andrew Garfield, who hates Mondays, uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna make weird mental <laughs> connections to these it. names. Yeah, um, they're going to be in it. So here's my thing. <laughs> if you have a multiverse Spider-Man live action movie, which is a big deal. Nobody's nobody done that. It's weird. Mm-hmm. And you don't especially do not Spider- Sony, especially you- not Sony. Sony's never done that with Miles Morales or anyone else. I said live action. <laughs> live action. Okay, fair enough. Because you know what that movie did do? This thing in the end credits. If they have three Spider-Mans and they don't do a recreation of the three of the Spider-Man pointing at each other memes, the three Spider-Man mm-hmm. pointing memes, this movie's dead to me if they don't do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to be so stupid, of course, but you have to do it. It almost it almost would be worth mm-hmm. a, a part two if that's how they ended it. It would be it would almost mm-hmm. be worth a part two. It was like no way home, and at the end, it's just the Spider Men's all. Uh, the other all two Spider Men need to pop out the, at the end, and then they like start accusing like, each other of things. Did you do it? Even if they just did you do it? Even if they just made it like a little teaser trailer thing with it, that that would be fun too. So. But you know what else they should do if they're gonna if they're gonna bring in like D'Onofrio and stuff they should bring in Tenant and then it'll tie into Doctor Who and our worlds will be complete. Purple Man, <laughs> MCU is not ready for Purple Man. Purple Man shows up. Purple Man is a little too hardcore for MCU. Yeah, proper. yeah. But Purple yeah, Man right. shows up and is like, my real name is the Valyard, and then we're there, there, we're there. <laughs> then Rose Tyler runs out. Metacrisis Tenant is Kilgrave. Metacrisis Doctor Who is a comic book. Even the TV show is a comic book. You got a character like Metacrisis Doctor. Yeah. That's the only thing that they haven't done in Big Finish that I really wish they would do is more Metacrisis Doctor. That's what I want. More Metacrisis. Okay, Paul has some... Paul's got some conspiracy theories. Not conspiracy theories, but... Going back 
Uh, he says, go back and look at this Doctor Strange. He doesn't seem like himself. Maybe Strange is a scroll in phase four, a secret invasion and King the Conqueror. Clearly it's Mephisto and I'll have none of this. Well, after <laughs> I feel like that kind of conspiracy, don't, don't lose your, what you're going to say, Melanie. I feel like that kind of conspiracy theory. Now we can officially do one of those YouTube thumbnails that has like a screenshot with a big red circle and something that's clearly wasn't in the original screenshot, just barely visible in the back of it. Mm -hmm. Sorry, go ahead. What were you going to say? After um, Loki, if, if that's, we're going along with that happening and creating multiverses or cause it's all, you know, all connected. Then any movie that we watch, we can't assume really that that's even our, you know, people that we're following. It could be anyone from anywhere. Um, and so, you know, what, what goes on there isn't even necessarily tied to what we consider like the, the main timeline. Right. Right. That's that. Yeah. And that's what Lo that's I mean, the beginning of the Loki series. That was kind of my thing. It's like, well, I mean, none of that matters anymore. It could be somebody else now. It's the whole mm -hmm. Rick and Morty thing. I mean, at this point, it really doesn't matter. But <laughs> right, when right. they did the thing where it's like they just they ruined their reality. So they just sidestepped, killed the Rick and Morty of this other reality. And that's where mm -hmm. they've been. They had been living. And now they're so far beyond that. It's ridiculous. But it's like that's not even the family we started with. You know, yeah, or the or the plot of your favorite m movie, Morty, is dumb, right? Uh, Paul also says, "What if No Way Home refers to the other Spider-Man getting stuck in our timeline?" I don't think they'll do that. What you're forgetting here is that Tom Holland is a scroll. <laughs> He's a he scroll. He he leaks the plots of all the movies. Marvel <laughs> Disney can't control him. Oh. No, actually, Tom Holland is a scroll. <laughs> not, not, he not, is a scroll. Not Peter Parker, the no, actor. No, Tom Parker. Holland. Whoever this guy that pretends to be Peter Parker, he's a scroll. It's clear. Uh, there were some or uh, my, devil. There were some mildly fun memes on Twitter the other night about. Um, basically, it was a lot of like. So all this, they're going to blame all this multiverse stuff on, on you, Dr. Strange. Right. And you know, as if, uh, Loki and Sylvie and, uh, Wanda are saying that and he's like, sure, sure. <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. so listen, it's a meme. Okay. Memes don't work. If I try to describe them with my voice, you have to look at <laughs> okay, I regret it, bringing it up. <laughs> and finally, Matt says it's a multi-suit Spider-Man story, which somebody else mentioned being super excited for black, black suit Spider-Man. Uh, you also see that his like Tony Stark Endgame octo leg Spider-Man suit. So yeah, that's cool. I like it. I like the different spider suits. Black suit Spider-Man's always pretty cool, except for when Spider-Man 3 made it less cool. It's true. And they made it all silver. It was like, it's black suit, but it's silver. It's got all the crazy webbing. It was like, how did you mess this up? Oh. Do we? I iron spider, you noob. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Well, what's black suit Spider-Man's name? Probably black suit Spider-Man. And that's the only yeah. Spider-Man. Unless it's a symbiote Spider-Man suit, in which case it's a black suit symbiote spider suit. Then it's Venom Spider-Man. All symbiote things are venom something. Yeah. That's that's my rule. <laughs> venom something. King in black, venom something. That's a storyline I haven't read. I think all the super, superheroes are way too concerned about fashion. 
they just need to go and get it done. They are very concerned about fashion. I, f- I feel like part of that is, you know, coming from a uh, comic book medium where it's artists and they're like, yeah, let's uh, want to design something cool. And then also toys. Mm-hmm. Oh, so many right. toys. Right. Uh, we need a, we need a, we need a different suit partway through this movie. What? Why? That doesn't make sense. More toys. Okay, fine. Yeah. How many Funko Pops can we make? I mean, that's, that's why not Bat- nearly enough. That's why Batman's suit in the J- Schumacher, like, that's why there's so many versions of the Batman suit from the first movies or all the mm-hmm. movies, all of them. They just need to throw more belts on them and then, you know, then they're good. <laughs> that's a very 90s way to do it, too. It's just like, here's a belt. Oh, also, Vulture is going to be in this, Michael oh. Keaton, because they're Michael Keaton. Because people are like, so why? Oh, wow! Vulture's gonna be in Spider-Man with all these, you know, other. Of course, his character didn't die, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but he's also going to be Batman in the Flash or in the Flash movie again. Mm-hmm. And so people are like asking about, like, whoa, what's the deal? And he's like, I don't understand any of this multiverse stuff. I, <laughs> That's the, the best movies. way to answer it. That's the best way to answer it. Yep. He, he just uh, he doesn't get it. He's like, like I, I, don't I don't care. Don't I don't care or no. It doesn't and then matter. Sean Gun Gunn's over there like, I was a weasel <laughs> and a ravager. Right. I was two or three characters in Suicide Squad, and I was in other movies, too. Mm-hmm. Michael Rooker and all these people that love to make money are in shows. Uh, here, I'm going to explain a meme again. Paul just sent me a thing. <laughs> Paul, Paul just sent me a thing. Can this be a new segment? Because this is the best. <laughs> Paul just sent me a thing, and uh, there's a picture of Tom Holland looking concerned. And the <laughs> caption is Tom Holland realizing that the <laughs> that the uh, No Way Home trailer got leaked. And then there's a picture of him looking relieved. And he says, Tom seeing he wasn't the one that, to leak it. Ah. Because he leaks lots of stuff. Because he's a scroll. Jesse said it. Thank you. Thank you. You beat me to it. Man, who'd have known we'd have done easily 30, 40 minutes on Spider-Man trailer. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> Melanie should... Mm-hmm. I, I <laughs> like, you made such a short, quiet little sound that says so much. Yeah. I'm well, sorry. I'm, no, it's fine. It's just, you know. Spider-Man's not necessarily my thing, so. Well, is your thing remembering things? <laughs> it depends on what those things are. If it's useless and we're not talking about it, then I'll remember it. If it's <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Well, do you remember Reminiscence, a movie about remembering things? The only thing I remember about it is that it's got huge Jackman in it. It's got huge Jackman. Yes. Uh, okay, well, I won't spend since you don't remember it, and I don't, I'm assuming Jesse, you haven't seen it. Um, no, but Hugh Jackman is also a scroll. <laughs> he, he is. Uh, we I watched we Melanie and I watched Reminiscence last weekend, and uh, it's a new Hugh ja- Hugh Jackman movie. I believe it hit theaters, but it's also on HBO Max. Of course, that's how we watched it. Um, and it's got it's got several people. It's got uh, what's her name? Th- Th- I can never say her. I'm going to say her last name, Newton. She was in Westworld, and she's great. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's in it, and also 
some lady, something Ferguson. I don't know why I didn't write down her first name. Uh, she was uh, in Dr. Sleep as the hat bad guy person. And mm-hmm. she was also pretty good in this. Yeah. Um, they, they both, I think both of them are very good actresses and they did a good job in this also. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, the acting was solid. So just real quick, it's a sci-fi thriller, um, but it's it's kind of a filmed war, film noir sci-fi thing that takes place. Uh, I really like the setting because it takes place after like global warming effects are really hitting hard to where, you know, the ice caps are melting and sea levels rising. So uh, most of the time we're in, I think it's supposed to be Miami or some some city that's like all the streets are flooded out, but buildings mm-hmm. are still there. People still live there. Uh, so like, you know, it's a whole Venice thing like everywhere. And that's kind of mm-hmm. how people live. And um, it being film noir, like it's super like the dialogue is is uh, I, I've seen a lot of complaints about the dialogue. And I'm like, yeah, it's cheesy at times, especially because they even do the voiceover. But I'm like, but it's like purely film noir. Like they maybe they could have toned it back, but they were like really going for it. The weird thing is because of the setting, they flip um, like everyone. Basically, the the city sleeps during the day because it's hot and then comes out at night, which sounds perfect for a film noir movie, except like they also then appropriately flip that so that most of the scenes of the characters we following take place. We're following take place takes place during the day. So it's pretty mm-hmm. brightly sh- shot and lit. A lot of bright daytime scenes for mm-hmm. film noir, which is odd. Well, that's because it's everything is flipped. So that's night, night now. So they have to be out when it's night because that's, you know, that's how they do. But now it's daytime. Um, right, right. But the, this, the big sci-fi concept other than that is uh, they can like, they have a machine where you can record memories basically and then relive it. And he's not like a detective or anything. He got into it through like they it's a thing that technology that was uh, developed during a war for interrogations. But um, now it's just like they, it's kind of recreational. Like people will come and like to relive this memory because they record it and then you can relive it like you're like you're there. But it gets a little bit detective in that, you know, then he can like check out people's memories like the. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, the, they the, one of the things they use it for. And this is. is kind of what brings them into the whole issue anyway is like if you forget where your keys are is and you you can go in they can relive your memory and see where you dropped your keys even though you didn't actually notice it your brain would notice it so it would still be there in the memory so that that you can find them yeah the conceit is like your your brain like catalogs the whole everything happening it's just if you weren't paying attention to it you can't really recall it but it's still there in your memory Mm -hmm. um yeah and then mystery and intrigue and femme fatale um overall i'd say it's good the reviews like the rotten tomato score of it at least when i logged i wrote up kind of a little review was like 38 percent. i was and i was surprised i was like oh um but i think it does suffer from it doesn't have a lot of personality on its own so it's not super memorable um Mm-hmm. And it says, I just checked the fridge. He usually leaves the keys by the bottles of beer. Uh, and the the end, and I won't spoil it, spoil it, but the end is a little disappointing. It kind of undermines some characters. And I, while I like the idea of what they did, the execution is kind of like just 
I got hung up on a stupid thing. That's like, it seems like a stretch to me, but it's not the point, I guess. Yeah, it's it's forgettable, obviously, because I forgot it, but it's still good. It's it's kind of like, um, you know, um, what am I thinking of? The, uh, like a, they're Robin Williams movies, Robin Williams movies when he's being serious uh, and not it's not comedic. I forget all of them, but I remember them as being good movies when I did right. watch them, like like what dreams may come. I know that was a good movie. I remember really liking it, but I can't remember a lot of it. Um, and, and similar things like that. I feel like this is one of those movies, like it was really good, but I, I don't really remember anything that happened. And it's not something I really want to watch all the time either. You know, this is totally if, if such a thing still exists, but of the afternoon movies, you know, those movies that are on TV, you come across it some random afternoon Mm -hmm. and you're like, Oh yeah, I remember this movie. This was pretty good. I'll watch this. Like that's that's this movie. It's it's a great afternoon movie, I think, but I don't think it's something that's going to stick out for a lot of people in their minds. Mm-hmm. That said, like it's a recommend. I give it three and a half, three and a half stars. I think it's pretty good and worth watching, and uh, it's got some really cool ideas. Yeah, and just like if they would have, I don't know, if the atmosphere was different, like the the story wants to be brooding and dark and if it just had a more intense atmosphere i think it would have like it just needed a hook is all Mm -hmm. it didn't really quite have it so uh, one argument against making it more intense is this sounds like something that they added to ready player two the book but then they added a bunch of other nonsense and like this was the science of this was actually more interesting than most of the stuff that was in the book because then it just dives into easter egg territory again Kind of thing. Let's go to the Prince planet. Know everything about Prince because we have to know everything about Prince because it's a new contest. Kind of. You know, that kind of thing. But the really cool sci-fi element was that they took the Oasis and they were like, hey, you can record something that you're experiencing in the Oasis and now other people can experience it. Like recording memory. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There was one time during this in which the main character leaves a scenario, leaves the situation so that he could pursue the mystery or the plot. And I was like, no, I don't care about the plot. That was interesting. Go back and explore that idea further. So there, that happens a little bit. There's, there's one or two times where I'm like, I'm more interested in like exploring that concept than I am this, the whole plot thing. So right. that's not a great sign. Um, yeah. <laughs> Matt asked, did it need a hook or six claws? If he was more grizzled and not and a better fighter, like he is not a good fighter in this movie, (laughs) it would be an interesting like mid like you could mentally like shuffle it somewhere between old man Logan or between uh, before Logan or something. I was trying to make it work in my head before this and I was like, nah, it just doesn't work. He's not competent. Like he's not a good fighter in this. Well, maybe they were just trying to make the women look good, look good because I'm pretty sure he got saved by women at least twice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is it? Uh, let's see. I, I don't know where Prince Planet came from. Is it Prince Planet that's or the, Planet? That's, from there's a planet. Two? There's a planet oh. for, for for Prince in Ready Player Two. Oh, because remember okay. in Ready Player One, you could go to different plant, like different parts of the I Oasis. Never, I never watched or read it. Oh, yeah. So it's it's I basically like an interactive video game universe where you can go to different places that are all pop culture themed 
So Prince has his own planet in the future. I see. Um, Okay. I don't have too much more to say about reminiscence. No, it's I, my reviews are always this way. Like I focused a lot on my nitpicks, but it overall, it's a good movie. You should watch it. (laughs) So that's how, that's how I do. Um, 55 minutes. I suppose we could wrap it up here. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have too much for news. I, I'll do, let's do one news story. Doctor Who's new showrunner. Oh, wait. I mean, that would be a new BBC. That'd be huge. BBC says Doctor Who's new showrunner and the new doctor, whoever they may be, will bring radical change. Yeah. And that's the whole story. That's it. I mean, that's the whole story. That's what we got last time. What a non story. Right. <laughs> and isn't that what we got when Matt Smith and Stephen Moffat joined was radical change? Like, isn't that just the way it is? Mm-hmm. Oh, Paul. Okay, I see what you're saying. I, okay, I didn't must, realize you didn't know it was why the last man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You must have gone last. La, was it last episode we talked about it? Uh, it was a couple episodes we talked ago. Yeah. We talked about it. Yeah. Does that mean he hasn't listened to our old podcast? Because we totally reviewed why the last man. You know, we put these up on podcast feed. You can go to grawlxpodcast.com. It's G R A W L I X podcast.com and check out the audio replays if you like or the video replays are also posted there or go to any uh podcast directory or anywhere you find podcasts and search search us up we're there where we used to read books and you can hear us talk about them that's right yep including why the last man yeah if you're on a podcast directory that tells you like the episode numbering and stuff you'll notice all the numbered episodes, those are the ones we used to talk about comics. Ever since then, these are all bonus episodes, and I've marked them appropriately. <laughs> we have more bonus episodes than regular episodes at this point. Oh, real quick, I'm going to do a thing that we never do, but since I don't know how the video is going to work next week, I should I should take advantage of it now. But Here, hold for a, a brief word from our sponsor. It's not really our sponsor, but if we if it makes money, we make money. So... Uh, we'll be right back in 20 seconds. It's working. Matt says, uh-huh. oh, yeah, I want that shirt. For audio listeners, we have a new shirt. It's got a cute earth, and it's threatening. that You need to mm-hmm. t- take care of it, or it's going to kill us all. So uh, <laughs> Paul, Paul also wants that shirt. I love adorable, dangerous things. Or not necessarily dangerous even, but adorable, threatening, threatening. things. Yeah, yeah. So so great. Yeah, it's um, a it's a cute Earth, uh, but he's got a serious message, and you can get it at uh, strangerswithshirts.com or strangerswithtshirts.com, letter T. Go there, buy a shirt. Or two. Yeah. There we go. There's our sponsored message, sponsored by Melanie and me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesse, what do you got? You got something coming up or you got something to, to sell? No. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> I don't think so. If I do, I forgot already. I think I think Matt just made us a new T-shirt. Adorable things like like uh, adorable, adorable, threatening like kittens with machine guns. We we did kind of have something similar to that plan. We actually. have we do have a cute kitten one coming up, but it's it's not that. And I can't one really of my, say. one of my favorite T-shirts that I wish I still had was based on. Uh, this is relevant because it's tied into Civil War, which is a mm-hmm. Marvel comic book. Mm-hmm. That they turned into a Captain America movie for whatever reason. And then <laughs> there was a webcomic that was basically the tortoise and the hare, but they did it Civil War style. 
so that like the the rabbit and the turtle were like trying to kill each other to also augment this foot race that they were doing. And so my favorite t-shirt was this turtle and he had a bazooka and it was super basic, super simple, just, uh, just green and then black line art of a turtle mm-hmm. with a bazooka. And that was quite the conversation starter. Mm-hmm. Right. Nice. Yeah. It, it kind of reminds me of something like with a monkey in a tank. Yeah, oh, you know, yeah. <laughs> may have been an early influence, you know. I don't know. Nice. Can't, I can't claim it wasn't. Then the then the rabbit shirt was like a rabbit with an Uzi. And uh, like, th- man, this guy just knew what he was doing. Because if you bought like the shirt, it was also like a vote for your team. So if you were team turtle and you bought the shirt, you were really helping the turtle side win this race. <laughs> That's smart. Right? Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. That's good marketing. Yep. Hey, Melanie. Yeah. What should we be amazed about? It's so hard to decide. There's one I'm not going to talk about, but wormholes and entanglement make gravity. Look it up if you're interested. I'm instead. I'm going to go with the one that um, Paul had uh, sent scent that I think people might be more interested in and it's just that um, labs have grown um, organoids like small kind of brains but not exactly Uh, and now they have not really eyes but they have structures that can sense light and it's the beginning of eyeballs which are these organic things or yeah they're they're Yes, okay. they are. Okay. They're organic okay. and they're grown. And that's what Krangs, because this be, is how we get Krangs. Well, yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of controversy over them because they do, they, they grow brains out of human cells, but they're not full brains. So they're like, they're not, they don't have consciousness. So it's okay. But it's, you know, how do we really know? Anyway, it, it, yeah, it, it's a thing. It's a thing that they do. Um, so, but now they're growing them with, the beginnings of eyeballs so they can <laughs> kind of sense the world which is i don't know if that's better or worse you know if you were just like if it were conscious would it be better for it not to have any knowledge of the outside world or now it can sense it is that better or worse i don't know but it's happening Couldn't see so. it coming <laughs> uh, so yeah uh, oh that's not that wait oh, okay there that's not a bad comment that's not the one I meant to click, but that works. The labs are growing. It's people. They're growing people. Um, yeah, we're gods now. It's cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know how this makes me feel. I got a full, it, full on Muppet face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, no, it's interesting. That's, that's a good story for sure. Um, <laughs> it is weird. It's definitely weird. It's weird to make a living organic. It's different than the usual, like, we are gods. Um, mm-hmm. Because, yeah, yeah, it's just different. It's, it's yeah. Like, it's not even a creature. It's a new, it's a thing. It, yeah, I get, I, I do understand. I understand, like, I don't I don't like torturing animals or anything like that. I really think it's horrible. Um, but we brought them but, into this world we could take about. Well, no, but I, under, I kind of understand. <laughs> no. Oh, my heart. But I got, I kind of understand people's reasoning for why we need it. Stuff like this. And I, yeah, I guess if they're, if you're going to grow something, 
you wanted to grow something very human-like so you could test what it would actually do to a human. But yeah, it would, it, especially if a, a brain, you know, if it was some other organ, I might not really care. But if you're going to try and grow a, a brain, that that has a much, it's m- much more moral weight to it, to me, than other things, you know? Yeah, we're going to grow a consciousness of some kind. Yeah. Uh, this is a super science, and nothing good will come of it, but it will be pretty cool for mm-hmm. a moment before yeah. it's a total horror show. Right. It's already a horror show. <laughs> <laughs> that's super science um i would think if we had an appropriate i'm sorry i'm answering a question in the comments if there were an appropriate um housing compartment inside of a muppet we could put them in muppets and have or uh, puppets and have sentient muppets yes that'd be fun i don't think we have ever really learned from sci-fi like we should have or wouldn't be splicing genes and doing all the weird stuff we still do. And do do they still make clones? I know it's a thing that we can do. Do we do it? I'm not even sure anymore. And if not, why not? We need to. Bruce Lee clones. We've talked about this. They're doing it wrong. Who needs a CGI, James Dean? We could make a real one. Right? (laughs) Cloning people just to have. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's just I, start making extra Samuel L. Jacksons just because. Mm-hmm. I, we're, we're, we're full full on in ridiculous sci-fi satire world, so let's just let's just embrace it. We're gonna yeah. make brains. We're gonna clone <laughs> actors. We're gonna clone them while they're still alive. I want a movie s- starring nothing but Samuel L. Jackson, uh, and call it that. Clone them while they're still alive. That's yep. the name of the movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. Imagine how much easier it'd be to do something like uh I don't know, like coming to America or whatever where all the actors are like the same guy. Oh, you wouldn't no, have no. to have like we'd, we'd put Eddie Murphy out of a job forever. Right? Yeah. You're <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, it's Eddie Murphy, except it's not. It's his clone. Mm-hmm. It's another Eddie Murphy. Would you have to give them all different names? Or just be like number one, mm. number two, number be three. Like, like uh, that, the speaking of Spider Man again, it'd be like Peter B. Parker. I'm like, this is Samuel L. Jackson, but he wears sweatpants. Mm-hmm. Samuel M. Jackson, Samuel <laughs> Q. Jackson, Samuel M. F. Jackson. <laughs> um, yeah, how many F bombs would there be in a clone Sam Jackson movie? <sighs> There'd be okay. one that just couldn't swear at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think I feel like we could keep talking, but we should probably stop. Uh, is there anything mm-hmm. else? Anything I'm forgetting? Hmm. No. Paul says, so we basically just confirmed Venture Brothers are real. I randomly, uh, speaking of, watched, started rewatching Venture Brothers. Not like a hardcore rewatch. I got like three or four episodes in. Man, that show is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Just. I'm glad it's mentioned so I can tell you all to go watch Venture Brothers. It's on, it's on HBO Max. Go watch it. That's not a sponsor. That's, we're, we're not paid by HBO. I'd love to get be paid by HBO. HBO, give us money. Mm-hmm. We'll shill. How many, how many times did we mention an HBO property today? Lots. Oh, man. Venture Brothers. We talked about Game of Thrones. We talked about oh, Yeah, so that reminiscence things. is a Warner Brothers Harley thing. Harley Quinn. Yeah. Which, uh, now that you mentioned it, 
what they end up doing with some of the characters has a very Venture Brother feel to me, which is part of the reason I like it. Oh, and Harley Quinn? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah, Harley Quinn, that it's its best qualities make are make it feel similar to Venture Brothers. Are you watching Venture Titans too? Like cuz they're doing like Jason Todd things, uh-uh. I guess. No, yeah. I have I had watched the first season ages ago and I haven't watched anything beyond that. I I, I should. When's when's Doom Patrol coming back? I know there's another season coming. That's the best show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Maddie, Maddie D. They should comp you on HBO Max, but not the not the ad tier. No, correct. <laughs> actually, I actually just dropped HBO at Max for for a little bit because I'll get it back again. But gotta trim those finances back. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. All these all the streaming it gets expensive. You know what though? And that was a thing that like ages ago, I was like, eventually we're going to have all these streaming services. It's going to become the new cable Cable's going to be gone. Well, cable's not gone, but it is like the new cable, but a At least Hulu is a definite. Oh yeah. Well, uh, Hulu, I don't like Hulu. Okay. <laughs> um, a benefit though, you can't just drop like the random package of cable That's true. for a That's month true. or two. This is still better. This is still better. It is still yeah. better. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, Paul says Archer's back on FX. Oh, yeah. Melanie would be excited about that. I am excited about that. Uh, I'm excited this is about how we get cranks. There was something <laughs> I had kind of hoped to watch before this episode, but we didn't get a chance, so maybe we'll talk about it next week. Uh, there's a Witcher, the Witcher prequel animated movie thing yeah. that they were, uh, we had mentioned not too long ago. Um, that's out on Netflix, so we'll have to take, take, a, take a peek at that. Check that out sometime. All right. All right. Well, thanks everybody for watching. Thanks everybody in the future for listening. Uh, as I mentioned before, you can go to grawlixpodcast.com, G-R-A-W-L-I-X podcast.com for more great stuff like this mm-hmm. or links to where you can consume it at a place you like better than our, my, than our website. Cause I get it. Yep. But if you're Mephisto or a scroll, don't, don't even. Well, I mean, it's downloads. So, you, know. oh, you know what? Melly's got a good point. <laughs> if you're like a scroll and can figure out how to like count as multiple downloads, go to, go around downloading it. All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. Take it easy. Have a great weekend. And we will talk to you in the, oh, in the future. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> and instantly, like, March, Matt's, Matt's heart. He had a little pain <gasps> in the future. Oh my God. I remember that. Oh, is this episode 101? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's episode 99.834. <laughs> All right. Take it easy, everybody. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to Grolix Nights, the Grolix Podcast live show. Be sure to check out our weekly live streams available at grolixpodcast.com slash live. Currently, we stream Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. For links, once again, go to grolixpodcast.com slash live.
don't know, but they got chocolate rain in my head. <laughs> the chocolate comments rain. 